Do you like great heavy metal banter about the more modern bands of today? Then you need to be checking out Talk To Me. That's right, you need to be doing it. Featuring the one, the only, well, maybe not either of those two, but uh, one of the bassists of Primer 55, Mr. Joshua Toomey, as well as yours truly, we dig deep into today's modern heavy metal world to bring you the best podcast in the goddamn game. So you should be watching. Get Talk To Me at YouTube.com NotFest or wherever you get your favorite audio podcasts. New episodes come out every Thursday in audio form and on Fridays on YouTube over there at NotFest. Make sure you are tuned in. Talk to me on NotFest.com. Subscribe today. It's Steel Prophet right here on your classic metal show with Leatherette featuring our own Nader DePriest on lead vocal and kicking off the show tonight. We heard the great Pantera with Walk and walking right up to the mic is a good friend and partner, Chris Aiken. What's going on there, Chris? What is up, sir? How are you? Good, good. I like the uh, classic nostalgic background you got there. Uh, for me or for the whole site? Well, the whole site, but I like I like your background with oh, the, the the Cadillac the, Lounge. Yeah, the Cadillac <laughs> Lounge, very nostalgic. Sure, I, my I purple like, plush colors. Yes, <laughs> yeah, I like it. But uh, yeah, that's kind of my uh, my alley with the old cars and the neon, sure. and all that shit. Fifties garage era. Yeah, pretty much. Hell yeah! I got a I got a bathroom downstairs that's uh, done up in fifties. Uh, you know, the fifties look with old gas station signs and jukebox and shit like that, you know, sure. so I peeked yeah. on the walls there once. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, you did S- numerous times. Yeah. More than once. That is yeah. for sure. I, I will, uh, I will, um, you go compliment you as, is uh, as bad off as you were. And as often as you were retching in my bathroom, you didn't leave a mess. No, I'm a very clean puker. <laughs> you are, you are a clean puker. You didn't, you didn't fuck up my bathroom. Thank God for that. <laughs> that could have been a long morning trying to clean that shit up. Ooh. Yeah, no kidding. But uh, boy, that was a long time ago, dude. Ten years. It's, I think it's been longer. Well, it's been since my divorce, and I got oh, divorced. Yeah, so yeah, it's been ten years. Yeah, so it'll yeah. be ten years this fall, as a matter of fact. I yeah, believe. probably yeah. this month or next month or something like that. Mm-hmm. I remember it was getting uh, cool outside. I know I had to wear a jacket, so yeah. and it was getting getting dark kind of early. And uh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Ten years ago, probably yeah. like you said, this month or sometime in October, maybe. Uh, well, I think I think last week was the ten year anniversary of me coming back to the show. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, it was September the twelfth of 2012 that I came back to the show. So that would be 10 years. So yeah, you, you've been back to the show twice as long as you were on it for the initial. Run. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> it seemed like the initial run, our, our first four and a half years or so, uh, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, it seemed longer, but now you've been here, you know, been back twice as long. Yeah. You know why it seemed longer? Cause I don't have somebody over my shoulder or yeah, anymore no. to, to fucking drag me down like an anchor. Yeah. No kidding. 
I was, uh, I was listening to, uh, some old O and a, as I often do, uh, which is, you know, my normal listening stuff. And I, I was, uh, listening to, I think it was, um, Bill Burr was, mm-hmm. was on the show and, uh, they were talking about, you know, a lot, a lot like what we do. They talk about relationship stuff. And he says, uh, he says, you know, I came in here, I, I got up early, I came in here, I did the show. I guess he was there for a couple of days because I think uh, Jim Norton was was out doing Lucky Louie or something like that. Okay. And uh, so uh, Bill Burr was um, filling in for a couple of days. And uh, he says, yeah, he says, I, I got up early yesterday, I came in and did the show. Then I went back to the um, hotel and it was like about 11 o'clock. And I laid down and I took a nap and I woke up about three and there was no one there to scream at me for, for taking a nap. <laughs> <laughs> there was no one there to yell at me about taking a nap. That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> which, which is kind of funny because we've talked about it before that, uh, like on Saturday, uh, Saturday is my real good sleeping day. Sure. And, uh, yeah, I just don't miss having some girlfriend telling me, are you going to sleep all day? Mm-hmm. Get up. I want to make the bed. It's like, yeah. no, I'm, I'm staying in bed. I, I'll, I'll get up when I feel like getting up. Yeah. We got things to do. We got a garage to paint. Get out of <laughs> here. Or, or clean. It's yeah. fall. We've got to get the fall cleanup done. We got to get all the furniture moved so we can get underneath that. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah, I don't, I don't miss that at all. I was, uh, I was having a conversation with one of your new clients, um, today. Okay. Uh, you're, you're building a website yeah, yeah. too. Yes. So I've been informed today. Okay. And, uh, it was, it was kind of funny. It was just like, so what are you doing with yourself today? And I said, well, I'm actually just kind of resting. I said, it's been a pretty stressful week. I said, I'm just kind of recharging the batteries mentally and just kind of taking it easy. And she goes, I would feel guilty if I was laying around doing nothing. Yeah. Would you? <laughs> it's just like, well, everybody's got their own, uh, you know, way of living. You, you know, you're entitled to your thoughts. Sure. Uh, look, I, I had an incredibly stressful week as well. So I worked this morning till about, I don't know, one o'clock. And then I was flat on my back watching movies for the rest of the day until <laughs> I fell asleep. No, well, I fell asleep she, for three hours. Well, she asked me, what are you watching? I was watching, um, I was watching some video, uh, where basically it was, it was a kind of like a cops thing where people were acting out around police. Okay. You know, and the police basically having to, uh, give them a tune up. Mm-hmm. And, uh, she was, well, what, what are you watching? I saw, I was just watching like a YouTube video where, you know, people were acting out around the police and she says, well, I would feel guilty about doing something like that. If I'm not watching something that's either educational or fulfilling, I, I just feel guilty about it. I said, I don't. No, not at all. I'm just the opposite. I don't need to be working when I'm off. When I'm off, I'm off. Exactly. So yeah. <laughs> I, just, I just thought to myself, wow. Okay. I, I could just imagine the situation. It's just like I, I would never be able to get away with this. No. Uh, Not like, at all, dude. Uh, there's just no missing it. There's no, there's no missing it. There's no explaining it to anybody either. You know, I I talk to my friends that are married all the time, and they're like, "Oh, you're you're so hard about marriage. You're so hard. It's not that bad. It's not that bad." And then it's like, "Oh, well, I gotta go because I gotta fucking run to Petites to get flowers with her." It's like, oh, just fuck off. I always uh, talk to 
Sal. He always talks about his friend married Dan. That that's okay. his friend. That's what that's what he makes his. That's what he refers to him as. Is I was talking to married Dan the other day. <laughs> married <laughs> nice. Dan. I said, "Is that his identity, married Dan?" <laughs> or I was having a conversation with the married one the other day. Yeah. Yeah, I avoid the married one. <laughs> always makes me laugh. No, thank you. Can't, yeah. Dude, I just can't fathom going back. I can't. Yeah. For the life of me, I can't fathom it. You know, for, for one minute. <laughs> well, you know, your lifestyle and my lifestyle is is just kind of, you kind of do what you do when you want to mm-hmm. do it. You know, and you make it make up the rules as you go along, as it were, or, or your schedule. Yeah. And, and you just sort of like, hey, I think I'm going to do this today or I'm not going to do this today or I'm going to I'm going to work, you know, 18 hours straight if I want to. Or, you know, I'm, I'm going to go to bed at three in the afternoon if I feel like it and get up at two in the morning if I feel like it, you know. Yeah, I definitely do that. <laughs> oh, I know. That's why I was making an example of what you do, you know. <laughs> yeah. I've been trying to be more 8 a.m. to, you know, midnight guy, I guess. Somewhat of a regular schedule. Trying. I don't know how successful I've been at it, but I've been, you know, the the weird thing. And, you know, I'm sure you can tell by my speltness, you know, it's (laughs) getting getting on an exercise schedule that I'm sticking to. Right. Is helping that. That's good. Is it's absolutely helping because I'm finding myself just waking up on my own at like seven o'clock in the morning and to, you know, to get up and, and work out before, before the day gets going. Mm-hmm. And it's really kind of getting me more regimen to, to, you know, life. Sure. Which, which is good because these, these getting up at two in the afternoon and going till five in the mornings are really stupid. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know you must've had a, had a tough week. I, I was in town, obviously, and you and I were gonna were going to get get some lunch together somewhere, and you you had to bail on that. Yeah, I'm telling you what, I, I am I am through, and, and this is not anything directed at you. It's just in general. Yeah. I, I am I am through coming into town and giving people way heads notice that I'm coming to town, and not one person can make time for me. Not one person, dude. It's tough. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna lie. I mean, I wanted to, I couldn't. Well, I know at least you gave me a heads up a day in advance. I mean, it wasn't like you told me like an hour before it was a day in advance, which, which was fine because I just readjusted my schedule. And I normally, if I come into town over a weekend, I usually stop and visit with my dad on Sunday on my way out of town. Well, instead Mm -hmm. I visited with him on Saturday at the time that I was going to meet up with you. Sure. And, and I went to his house instead and had a real long visit with him. And then Sunday when I got up, I had just left straight from the hotel and hit the road. There you so, go. So, so I was home by two o'clock Sunday afternoon. Oh, that's not bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. I mean, dude, even think about it. Have you even talked to me once in <clears throat> not, really two weeks? Not in two weeks. Not really. I don't think we've talked at all. I mean, we threw texts yesterday, like two. Yeah. You know, and, and that's it. <laughs> I have been buried. I mean, underwater, hard with work, hard with life. You know, everything that can fucking break or go wrong or whatever has gone. You know, I'm definitely, you know, the, the whole, the whole scenario of life's a roller coaster mm-hmm. to, to quote, to quote the philosopher. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> roll, you know. roll, 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 roller coaster. Yeah. 
Yeah, I've been riding that low end of the roller coaster for about a month, month and a yeah. half. You know, and now this week got even better with not, not having a car again. Because <laughs> cause the fucking the, the, the control arm snapped. Okay. Just snap. I did catch a break though. I will say it hasn't been all bad. You'll love this story. So I, you know, I called you and you basically clued me in that I probably broke the control arm on my car. Mm-hmm. So then I had a neighbor that's an actual car guy, not a faggot like me, but you know, <laughs> somebody that actually knows something about cars. Yeah. You know, I had him come over and he climbed under my car and he looked at it. He's like, yeah, yeah, you broke it right here. You know, and he's showing like, I know what I'm looking at. And I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, okay, cool. So I call, I, I, I was going to call, you know, and just get it fixed. And then my daughter was over at my house and she's like, no, no, you hit a pothole. Remember? Call your insurance company. You know, she's smarter than me. Right, of course. And I I was like, okay, good idea. So I call the insurance company. Insurance company arranges to tow it, you know, and they're going to tow it to their guy and their guy's going to fix it. And here's your deductible, blah, 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 blah. So tow truck guy comes, comes over to my house to get my car on Monday. He goes, he says to me, he goes, I'm not going to tow it to the repair shop. I'm like, what the fuck scam is this? Is this guy trying to steal my car or what? You know, and he's like, no, I'm going to tow it over to to the Nissan dealer instead. Because that control arm, actually, there was a recall for it. Oh. And I was like, okay, cool. So I called Nissan real quick and they were like, fine, you know, bring it over. We'll replace it. So I was like, okay, cool. Saves me, you know, a few hundred dollars. Sure. So he takes it over to Nissan. He drops it off at Nissan. I don't hear anything from Nissan three fucking days. I keep calling them. They're like, oh, we haven't got to your car yet. Haven't got to your car yet. Haven't got to your car yet. I'm like, oh boy, what is fucking going on here? So finally, yesterday, I get a hold of the Nissan guy and he goes, oh, just wanted to tell you, we found five recalls on your car (laughs) (laughs) and we're replacing them all. So it's going to be at least till Monday or Tuesday. I was like, dude, what do I care? You give me half a fucking car. Yeah. I'll take it. So they're replacing five different things on my car. You didn't get any notices in the mail or nothing. Well, That's the whole thing is I didn't get anything, nothing in the mail. I didn't get, you know, the guy asked me if he said, well, Nissan tends to call. I was like, well, dude, the minute they say that there's a vehicle, something with my vehicle on the phone, I hang up. Cause I know it's usually those scammers in fucking India. Hello, this is Abu. <laughs> what is wrong with your car? Your right. suspended warranty is expired. You know, no. So I hang up on those fucking guys immediately. And I didn't get anything in the mail. So, you know, I, or if I did, I thought it was spam and I just threw it away. Right. You know, so I, so no. So they're replacing both control arms, um, some kind of computer module on the transmission. Okay. Um, they they said they're going to, I told them they didn't need to, but they said they're going to re, re-replace. Remember when my hood fucking flew open? Yeah. Well, that was a recall, the fucking hood latch. <laughs> you know, that was a recall. Oh, so, which so, I, so, so the things that failed on your car and have caused you an issue actually were defective things. Yeah, exactly. Okay. All right. So, so they're putting another one of those on because I told him he didn't need to because I just had to replace. He's like, oh, we'll put a new one on anyway. Even if it's just a year old, it's a year's less wear on it. I was like, yeah, okay. Well, plus they get a rebate or re- reimbursement from yeah. the 
factory for doing it. So, yeah. Yeah. As far as I'm concerned, I could give a shit, do whatever, replace the whole car. I don't care. But, um, and then something else, I forget what it was like, uh, I don't know, calipers or some shit, some shit, you know, I don't know. I just was like, okay, cool, whatever, you know? So I'm getting half my car and hopefully I'll have it back Tuesday. Cause I have been stuck at the house for a week, mm-hmm. which that's not fun. You know, sure. even, even if it's just getting out to go to the bank or something, just to get the fuck out of here, feels a little less like prison. You know? <laughs> Yeah, I get you. But yeah, so that's been couldn't have come at a better time now because I haven't had time to go anywhere anyway. I've just right. been literally I'm literally working on six websites right now at the same time. Mm-hmm. Me and my son just building like crazy, just staring at fucking code day after day after day. It's really, really wearing me thin. And I don't mean literally, but you know, <laughs> mentally. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, I, I know the, I know the mental thing, man. I tell you this, this week has just challenged me, you know, mentally just, just Mm -hmm. exhausting as I've got, I got some, you know, hot projects going too, that it's like, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up, you know, and Mm -hmm. it's, dude, you, you cut me short by three weeks on this thing. Yeah. Well, Mm -hmm. I got to have this. I got to have this. I got this event on Wednesday. It's like, dude, you didn't give me your deposit till like the the you know, <laughs> <Till August> Monday, <laughs> August 29th. And I told you it'd be six weeks. Mm-hmm. It's been 18 days. Right. Yeah, but I gotta have it. It's like, all right, yeah. we'll do what, we'll do what we can. I had one of those guys this week too, with you know, wanted me to do some Google stuff for him. I'm doing the Google stuff for him. And it's like, well, how come this isn't working? It's like, well, because it takes two to three weeks. Yeah, but I need it now. (laughs) Sorry. I can't make it happen. You know, and then that's not how it works. Yeah. And then fucking, oh my God. I think I'm, I'm come to the dark side with you on hating the Indians after this week. Oh my God. I have been dealing with fucking Google support all week. (laughs) All I, I, it's no lie. At least six to eight hours of phone calls with Google support. Wow. And all kinds of weirdo names, too, that are just making me fucking want to kill somebody. Hello, this is Simrat. <laughs> this is Vishnu. <laughs> this is this is Globo. One this guy is, kid you not, Globo. G-L-A-U-B-O. <laughs> this is Shweetonk. <laughs> this is Shweetonk. I'm here to talk about your Google ads. This is Madukar. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Dude, all week. And they're all oh, named yeah. Yes Now or Patel. <laughs> Yeah, dude. And to the point one, so, so we, we've been, we get on one call with one person. They say, yeah, we'll get this done tomorrow by tomorrow. Then we get an email saying you have to make an appointment. It's a week from tomorrow. Right. So we hit them up and we're like, okay, fine. You know, what the fuck? And they're like, oh no, you have to talk to this person. Fine. So we have the appointment for a week later. Then we get an email saying your your appointment has been canceled. This person's not your customer rep. <laughs> I'm like, well, how the fuck did they get our name and how did we get theirs? Right. I don't know Globo in India. <laughs> you know that I just reached out and made an appointment. Right. You know, so then that then it's well, it's rescheduled for ten days from today. I'm like, just fucking kill me. Yep. Oh, just a just crappiness this whole week. <laughs> 
Well, I get, I get some of these, uh, you know, phone calls, you know, because everybody wants to know who, who, who's hosting your website. They want to do your Google AdWords. Oh, sure. They we do. Found, they found issues with your Google AdWords, you know, yeah, cause you're not running any. And the, and the minute, the minute, uh, I hear that, I just, I just, that's yeah. it. Just goodbye. Just, just hang up. I don't even have the conversation. I just, just hang up the phone. With just a small budget, we can get you number one on Google. Yeah, I'm sure you can. Yeah, for you, because then there's three companies that do what you do. I think you'd be okay if you're number two. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Stupid asses. <laughs> yeah, I just as soon as soon as I hear that accent, click. Yeah, and the funny part is, is that even if you did entertain it, the first question that they'll ask you is something that just tells you they have no idea who the fuck you are. Yes, we did a monitor of your website, and it looks like you're not performing as well as you could on Google. And then you'll go, okay, what what should we fix? What is it that you do for a business? It's like, <laughs> it's like well, I thought you just looked at my website, you right. fuckwad. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Google idiots. Yeah. Yep, I just I just don't deal with it. I, I get that call to... Oh, yeah two maybe three times a week and the minute mm -hmm. they start in i just i don't even entertain it i just yeah. hang up dude it's really bad in my world because i'm like i i do google ads for a bunch of customers mm -hmm. and i'm the my email and phone number is the point of contact so i get that call probably five times a week from hello this is this is bill and <laughs> we noticed that you could do better with your edwards account Sure. And I'm like, yeah, how would I do better? Well, I think with just a little more budget, because that's their answer to everything. Just give us more money and we'll fucking make it better. Yeah. It's like, go fuck yourself and stop yeah. calling me. <clears throat> yeah. Well, we, we think that you could do better. Oh, yeah. Well, what's in it for you? Yeah. yeah that's it. The, the other thing that Google is good at, they don't let their reps like... You know how in most companies that you actually enjoy working with, um, you know, you have a rep and that's your rep and you might stay with that rep for a year, two years, five years, whatever, but that's your guy. Google, no such fucking thing. Every month they change. Every month I get an email for each one of my customers that says, just want to inform you that your new rep is Simrat Sudikami. You know, and, and it's like, make an appointment with Simrat so that you can go over your account. And it's like, why do I want to go over my account? I just went over it with fucking Magoo here last month. Right. Yeah, but but this one here is better. Yeah, I'm sure. Fuck out of here. <laughs> Fuck yourself. Yeah, that sounds like a lot of fun. Oh, I hate it. Hate yeah, it. Imagine. I would imagine. Yeah, I just, anyway. I just don't need any any additional headaches or distractions or, you know, so I just, I just been trying to limit, you know, my interaction with uh, unnecessary people. Yeah. And boy, I don't think your bosses would like it at all. If you started spending money and it took six months to <laughs> fucking start producing. Yeah, exactly. I don't think they'd be happy with that. <laughs> ah, so anyway, such is life. Yep. Well, I'm I'm sorry I missed you while I was in town last week. I I had brought you the big bottle of Jack. Ah, oh, that stinks. Yeah. <laughs> Next time. Yeah. So instead, I uh, had it at uh, my sister's house in Officer Jim. Nice. 
and uh, we we had a few uh, cocktails from it. And um, so uh, as I was leaving, uh, visiting with them, uh, Officer Jim said, and by the way, take that big bottle of Jack with you. <laughs> I was just <laughs> I was just going to leave it at their house. Yeah, I was just going right. to leave it. You know, it's like, here, just enjoy. It, just take that big bottle with you. Why? They don't drink? Well, he does, but I don't know. He was just in a mood, I guess. I'm just like, okay, whatever. So, Afraid of what he'd do? <laughs> who knows? Who knows? I, I was just going to leave it there for him. I, sure. you know, I bought it for you, and then, then I wasn't going to see you. And then I thought, oh, okay, well, whatever. No big deal. Sure. So, How's we'll, his health? How's he doing? Is he all 100%? Yeah, he's good. He's good. That's good. He's good, yeah. So, um, yeah, I visited with them and visited with my dad on Saturday. I, uh, you know, I let, uh, another friend of mine know I was in town. Uh, he let me know he was going to be out at a certain place, you know, so I let him know I was on, I, he says, yeah, text me when you're on your way over. I text him, don't hear from him, call his number, goes to voicemail. Nothing. Oh boy. And I was just like, that. it's like, okay, whatever. Right. Jesus. And then, uh, you know, I let our, our friend, my, Mikey's always telling me, let me know when you're in town, dude. Let me know you're in town. So I said, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be in town. I'm going to be here. This is where I'm staying. Uh, I don't think I can make that. <laughs> it's like, okay. Well, you know where I'm at. I think you just picked a bad week, man. Uh, not, not you, but it just worked out to be a bad week. Uh, whatever. I, I, I saw the, I saw the people I wanted to see. And, you know, uh, obviously I went to the, uh, 40th, uh, class reunion oh yeah can't wait to hear about that oh boy was that that was interesting uh, that's next segment <laughs> <laughs> well we yeah that, we could make a segment out of that for sure <laughs> but, but yeah the the uh i'll tell you what um even though the 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 class reunion thing was interesting i'll and i'll make this part of next segment too is mm-hmm. i had more fun at the hotel at the, at the Sheridan Suites and uh, in 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 Cuyahoga Falls, and I had the entire time I was there. <laughs> I had more fun the three nights that I was there. Oh boy, that doesn't say much for this reunion. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, well, the reunion wasn't wasn't the fun part per se. It was right. an interesting part, right? Uh, but the fun part was actually the time that I spent at the hotel. All right. So I'll tell that story in the next segment too. It's like, holy okay, cool. shit, this got to be ridiculous. <laughs> nice. people, are, people are so gullible, man. Oh yeah. So uh, I, I took I took away advantage of people's gullibility. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> and it was it was fun. That's so, good. But uh, yeah, the trip over. You know, I, I got over in town there on Thursday, and. Um, you know, hung out on Saturday or Friday and Saturday and then headed home on Sunday. And, you know, I was, I was glad I got over. I mean, the most important thing for me, uh, to get over there was to be able to visit with my dad because, you know, obviously he's up there in years and right. yeah, we, we, we visited for probably a good five hours. Okay. And that's good. Just, you know, shot the shit and chit chatted. And of course he asked about the show again. Of course. Making any money yet with that thing. <laughs> It ask, are you still doing that show? I said, yeah, actually it's, it's expanding. I said, we're, we're doing the whole video thing now. And so I pulled up a rumble segment, right. you know, and I showed him, showed him that he goes, he's like looking he goes, is that your partner there? And I go, yeah, that's Chris. He goes, where is he? I, I said, he's up in Twinsburg and you guys do this every week. 
I said, yeah, pretty much every week. And he's like, uh, he goes, that's he said, So what do you guys talk about? <laughs> I said, dad, it's a long story. Yeah. He, he says, how long have you been doing this? I said, it's going on uh, 26 years. Yeah. What? Like, yeah. I was like, what? Yeah. Said, yeah. It's been going a long time. Have you figured out a way of making some money with that? I said, well, we do have a little paywall thing and you know, we do, I think we make a little bit of money on some ads and things. I don't know. I said, yeah, there's a little bit of money in there. Not much, but it is, but you know, again, dad, it's not about the money. Yeah. It's like asking him, do you make any money doing your garden? No, but you like doing it, right? Yeah, exactly. So we chatted about that and he was looking at our video, you know, looking at the quality. And so he says, he goes, that's, he goes, that looks pretty good. He said, that's real good. I said, yeah, Chris does all the graphic work and all the design work and all that. And what does he do again? <laughs> I said, he does as a, he's an IT guy. He's got his uh, IT business, builds websites and things like that, you know? Yeah. He, says, he says, he goes, I, I said, I said, to be honest with you, I think what we do, you know, the quality of what we do is as good or better than a commercially sponsored thing. I said, because there's some commercially sponsored stuff out there. That's just garbage. Yeah. You know, and I was thinking about that Cleveland show, that Cleveland sport, <laughs> ultimate show. Cleveland sports show. Yeah, yeah. That's a horrible thing. It do still you, looks terrible. Do you still watch that? Not as much. I, I mean, I check in on it. I checked in on it like right before the first game. Last week was the first game for the Browns, so I checked in on it just to see what they were saying, and it's still pretty bad. It's it's better than it was. I, I mean, the show itself is better than it was. They've stopped doing is this a fucking mechanic or a quarterback? Stupid shit like that, but, but production-wise, it's still awful. It's still just four guys sitting around with one boom mic over their heads. <laughs> It still sounds like ass. I mean, it sounds awful. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. At least the, you know, I, I haven't seen it since we, you brought it to the show, but, uh, man, it's like, yeah, it's terrible. It, it sounds terrible. It still sounds fucking terrible. Even worse now, because now they've all gotten comfortable with each other. So now they're all talking all over each other and everything else to where there's no, you know, there's, it's just a wall of, blah, you know, yeah. that you hear. So it's like, oh, it, it's really not very good, but you know, whatever. Thank God I don't watch sports full time. <laughs> uh, one show that I checked out this week that, you know, I was just scanning around, seeing what other people were doing is uh, mm -hmm. I, I checked out what, what's her name? Christy Mayer. Is that her name? Oh yeah. The wet spot. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 I, I checked out uh, one or two of her segments uh, today mm -hmm. as a matter of fact, just to see what she does. Cause I, I'm not familiar with her. I know she's, well, she's a comedian, right? Is that what she does? Is that her deal? So they say, so I, they say, Oh, you know, I was just like, what is her claim to fame? Beats me. I, mean, I, don't, I, mean, I don't find, I don't find her funny or hot or nothing. Yeah. I, I, I was just, you know, wondering what is her claim to fame? I mean, what, what is she known for? She's just in that click. She's in that whole click of like the, the compound click. Okay. She's she's one of those. I think I think she used to fuck Pat Dixon, the the one comedian. Okay. That that punched Gino in the face and got fired. Right. You know, I think she used to fuck him, and then she's somehow friendly with Gino and Anthony and whatever. I would say Anthony probably fucked her, but let's be honest, she's way too old for him. <laughs>
All right. So I, I don't know. I, I really don't know her, her, what she does or what she's famous for. She's okay. just in that, she's in that room, I guess. Sure. And that, that Gino guy, he, he's a train wreck. He's a mess, but I'll tell you what, he was fucking damn funny at comedians of the compound. Yeah. Oh my God. We were dying. He, his fucking comedy was just a million miles an hour and all crude as fuck. And it was great. <laughs> It was really funny. He's funny as a comedian. At least the night I saw him, he was funny as a comedian. Sure. But yeah, he's a he's a total. He's a alcoholic mess. Yeah, he is. He's a train wreck. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so I was catching up with uh, some Anthony and Gavin today. Okay, they, they they do a great show together. You know, yeah. and and I'm glad that they release these segments that they put out, kind of like what we do. You know, they, mm-hmm. they release different segments from that the that week's show and stuff. And, sure. You know. Uh, Anthony and Gavin have a good chemistry. They do do a good show together. Yeah, they work. It's too bad there's the rest of the week. <laughs> I have no idea what goes on the rest of the week. They just they just seem to post the Anthony and Gavin segments. Yeah, I mean, it's one of the reasons I unsubbed because it's just it's the same like 10, 15 comedians over and over and over. And Anthony never has any chemistry with any of them because he doesn't do extended time with them to develop a you know, a chemistry. Sure. So it's every day. It's, it's, it's an awkward, you know, it's a kind of awkward thing, which eh, yeah. I'm not, not into it anymore. Yeah. So do you, uh, do you still watch the Crowder show? Yeah. At least once or twice a week, not every day, dude. Mm-hmm. I, I, again, I, I am so checked out of politics that I, I've, <laughs> I, I just can't, I, I, you know, I I'll tend to watch. I, I, I never watch it live. But uh, if I see the headline and the headline is something I'm into, when they start talking about censorship or shit like that, I will pop in and just see what's going on. And I texted with Dave, I don't know, a week or so ago, just checking in, just saying, hey, what's up, bro? When are you coming back here? You know, that type of a deal. Right. But, um, yeah, I mean, he's still he's still there. He's still doing his gig. Everybody still seems happy. Good. Well, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm glad to see these, uh, independents, you know, doing as well as they do and, you know, having that, uh, underground following or sure. you know, or not relying on some kind of big media company to, to boost them up or, or, right. you know, um, dictate to them, you know, what kind of a uh, content that they can cover, you know, mm-hmm. so, yeah, it's, it's cool. I, I just like to scan around, just see what other independent shows are doing and how they're sure. doing it. And, you know, if, if they got something worth watching, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I've kind of fallen out with not falling out, but just not watching much. Of, like I, I haven't watched sticks in forever. I did catch some Jericho during the week. Mm-hmm. He was doing a live stream and man, he's doing kick ass, man. He's, he had like eight or 900 people live the other day watching. Yeah, him. I, I was like, good for him. I was actually texting with him yesterday, last night. Oh yeah. How's he? Yeah, he's good. He, uh, you know, I was asking him if he had seen that Netflix uh, documentary of the the crack. Okay, yeah, the documentary, and you know, I said, you know, if, have you seen it? And you know, I, I want to get your thoughts on. And he said he would check it out and let me know. Okay. Know, but did you watch it at all? I didn't get to it yet. I I put it in the queue, but that doesn't mm-hmm. mean a whole lot, <laughs> dude. Is it me or is Netflix just like the afterthought now? It is pretty much. I never think about Netflix anymore. Yeah, I'm, I'm, either, I'm either on HBO uh, 
uh, plus or mm-hmm. I'm watching uh, Amazon. Yeah, that's I I'm I've been with Amazon, HBO, and I've been liking Paramount Plus a lot too lately, or Showtime mm-hmm. really. Right. You know, um, you know, just watching different things on Showtime or, you know, I, I just, I don't know. Netflix, Netflix just kind of went downhill in a hurry. They were yeah. fucking dominant for years. Sure they were. And boy, their content went right to shit in a hurry. Well, I, I, again, they, they got, they do have a, some good documentaries on there. Mm-hmm. I will admit that I, I have enjoyed watching the, the documentaries that I, you know, come across that piqued my interest. Sure. But, but as far as like movies or shows or anything that I'm not on Netflix looking for that. I just look for their documentaries and yeah. pretty much well, all I watch. I watched, um, I forget what, I think it's called sins of the mother. Yes. I is, saw the, I saw the ad for that. That was really fucking weird. <laughs> that was dude. That's another really good one. It's another cult one. Yeah. It's this lady. She, she had these two kids and um, she, she had a podcast and then she started or somebody had a podcast. I, I couldn't figure out all these people. There's a lot of players in this thing, but um, somehow they started interviewing this spiritual leader, Brian Dayball, I think his name was, or Charles okay. Dayball or something. Okay. And then, um, and then at some point, um, the ladies, once she started cheating with this, with this spiritual leader guy, then she convinced her brother to shoot her ex-husband and kill him. Got away with that. Then they went to the fucking like the mountains or something. Then she killed the brother that killed the fucking father yeah, or the her ex-husband. And then she killed her kids and buried them in the backyard. And then they went off to fucking Hawaii and the police were chasing them down and they were just not answering questions. They were just like, no, nope, not going to answer. Right. The, the, the people were chasing them down. Hey, what happened to your kids? Where's yeah, your no kids? Comment. Yeah, no comment. Not even no comment. Just walking right by like it was yeah. nothing. Just yeah. celebrating being in Hawaii. Sure. It's like, what the fuck? It was crazy. That's a crazy one. I was like, wow, that's pretty fucking wacky. And then I started and, and this will tell you where I'm starting to get with Netflix. I started watching that. This is Anthrax, or did you see that that documentary yeah, the, posted the, the, about the p- post nine eleven where they were yeah. getting Anthrax in the mail? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I watched about half of it and I got bored. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right, I live this. It was more scary when we were living it than watching it here. <laughs> and then honestly, I hate to be this guy, but some of the people that they were here that they were talking to, I was like, I eh, wish you would have inhaled a little more. Yeah, exactly. Just fucking died, bitch. <laughs> You know yeah, that 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 crack documentary. You know your 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 boy Freeway Freeway Rick Ross. Oh yeah. Uh, he he obviously you know was a player in that whole scene and and uh, he was being interviewed and uh, giving his recollection of the craziness of the eighties and the whole crack sure. and stuff like that. But uh, you know the first the first half of it was good because it was like factual and you know what was really going on and you know, how the epidemic became an epidemic and so on and so forth. But then the second half of it, this thing was like 90 minutes long. Right. Uh, then it started in with the whole blame game. Oh, yeah. And it's just like, uh, n- no one forced you to suck that glass dick, man. Yeah, but the economic situation of the area. Shut yeah. up. Stop it. Shut no up. 
nobody made you do that. You did that of yeah. your own volition. Yeah. Exactly right. But yeah, they're yeah. not going to say that. It's 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 the it's the environment that they grew up in. Yeah, but you know, it 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 just decimated the black community. And it's like, well, if you had better, you know, a better handle on uh, you know, accountability, you know, maybe you wouldn't do that. I mean, I lived in the in LA during the 80s and I saw a lot of that bullshit going on, but it never influenced me to go, you know what? Oh, I think I'd give that a try. Please, you were fucking sucking that glass dick every day. <laughs> yeah, sure. You were a big crackhead for a while. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Dude, it just I know. I, I hate when the, when everybody's blamed except the person that's actually fucking taking the rock, sticking it in the pipe and lighting it. Right. You know, how about that person be the first first order of blame? You can blame everybody else behind it, you know, as far as the people that are dealing, the you know, the the higher end people above the dealers. You can blame all those people too if you want. But you always got to start with the person using. Yeah, who's the who's the one who's buying it and using it? Yeah, if there was nobody using it, then there would be nobody selling it. Right. It's pretty simple logic there. Exactly. So, yeah, so it just got into the whole blame game. You know, it was mm -hmm. the government's fault and there wasn't enough help out there for these people. And they, right. they didn't do this and they didn't do that. It's just like, well, maybe you shouldn't have started to begin with. Yeah, well, that's what they needed. More money put into the situation. That'll fix it. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so. Yeah, it, it was it was pretty interesting. It's it's almost like watching, you know, like one of those documentaries, the whole cocaine cowboys and stuff like sure. that. Sure. I always like that stuff. It's like, holy shit. Our mm. our uh, our social uh environment is is so easily caught up in this kind of garbage, you know. It's oh, yeah. like, I never understand and again, I, I again I can't speak for anybody else but myself, but how easily people just get involved with stuff like that. You know, everybody's looking for the easiest high possible. Mm -hmm. That's really what it is. And, and then look, smoke, smoke and crack. seems like it's a pretty easy high, right? Seems like you fucking hit that crack pipe and you're like high almost. And I, I don't have a lot of knowledge in this area, but, um, it just seems from, from the movies I've seen, which I'm sure are all very realistic, right? you know, it seems like you hit it once or twice and you're just there yeah, you're there and you're there forever. Well, that's what, uh, that's what a couple of them said. They said, you, you, what you end up doing is you, you start chasing the high that the initial high that you got the first time you did it. Right. Because the first time you did it is just so, so overwhelmingly, I don't know if it's pleasurable or just, uh, euphoric or whatever, but then you just want to be that way all the time. Yeah. Yeah. It's it, it's one of them things I see it all the time and it makes me so happy that when I shot heroin it just made me sick because <laughs> because if it would have made me if I would have liked it you mm -hmm. know me dude I'm addictive as fuck you know if 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 I would have liked it I would have stayed on it I'd probably be me and Lane Staley be laying in the grave right now right but you know the fact that it made me like violently sick the two times that I shot heroin it's like oh thank God because I didn't get hooked to it you know I just just was like, all right, I'm not doing that anymore. Fuck sure. that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Thank God. I, I saw I saw a movie from the nineties. It had that Jennifer Jason Lee and um who else was in that movie with her? It, it was called Rush. Have you ever oh, seen yeah. it? Yeah, You've I've seen, seen that movie. Yeah. And it, it's about it's about undercover cops and in order to 
to remain undercover, they had to uh, shoot up mm-hmm. you know, the drugs too with the drug dealers to prove right. I'm not a cop. Look, look, I'm shooting up with you, you know, that kind right. of stuff. And that, that her partner there getting all strung out on, on the dope, yeah. you know, yeah, it seems like it happens that way. That's for sure. But mm-hmm. yeah, no, I'm with you though, dude, as far as the, what I'm watching, you know, Netflix is a, Netflix is a back burner now. Yeah, Netflix it's, is, it's a graveyard. Yeah. It's, it's kind of over, you know, I mean, they were good for a while, but I'm, I've, I've been watching, like I said, Amazon has been, I want, this is so stupid and I know this isn't a good movie, but I watched it anyway. And it really entertained me considering that I know it really wasn't that good of a movie. Right. I am an absolute sucker for a fucking Sylvester Stallone movie. Yeah. Just a, a, a Sylvester Stallone action movie. Sure. And I, and they have a new one out there called Samaritan. Okay. Which is, um, it, 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 to my knowledge, I mean, Sylvester Stallone has not really played superheroes much. You know, he's, I mean, I guess Judge Dredd might be sort of considered superhero-y, I okay. guess. All right. But this was, this was very superhero-y. He was like a, you know, some sort of a creature type dude that had, um, you know, he at once had been like the the Batman of, of this era or this place or whatever. And then he, he kind of went into hiding like he was dead or something. And he went into hiding <clears throat> and, and admittedly this movie, I, I'm going to tell people right now, if you're looking for a fucking Oscar award winner, this ain't it. It's, <laughs> is, this, it's, is this a newer movie? Yeah, it's brand new. Oh, it's brand, brand new. new. Okay. So yeah, it's, it's not br- some, some, some older, not no, one of those more popular releases. It's a newer, it's a newer yeah. release. Huh? It's brand, brand new 2022 release. I think, I think Amazon must have signed some deal with Stallone okay. because they did this movie. And then in November, they're releasing some kind of like a gangster series with him. Okay. So I, they must have signed him for like a two year deal or something to do a couple of projects or whatever. But I watched this movie and and it's typical superhero bullshit. It's just a lot of, shit blowing up lots of fighting lots of you know lots of bully talk back and forth i'll kick your ass no i'll kick your ass you know that type of shit and i was moderately entertained i absolutely watched it and i came out of it i was like okay i'd watch if they make another one i'll watch it again why not but i i mean and and it was so goofball like they've run out of ideas with the superheroes. So now they have to come up with new ideas that are just not as good. Like the, the, the character Stallone plays his weakness is, is that if he, if he does superhero stuff too long, his body overheats and he has to drink water and eat ice cream to cool his body down or his heart will explode. <laughs> so, I, I mean, it's the dumbest shit. And that was like the, that was, you know, <laughs> they they made a big point of this that he he saved the one kid one time, and then he had to run home and take a cold shower and then eat a fucking gallon of ice cream. So then, of course, the final the final battle is in a fire. You know, it's it's <laughs> in a building that's on fire. So he's ultimately superheating and having trouble with his heart while he beats the bad guys and all this oh. other shit. <laughs> <laughs> Again, stupid movie. I know it's a stupid movie. Yeah. But it was enjoyable. All right. Well, I mean, you know, you got to have a guilty pleasure every now and again. You know, yeah. Just like, you know, it's not the most, uh, you know, creative or edifying or or 
you know, clever mm-hmm. movie, but you know, yeah. it, it, it filled the hour and a half. Yeah. It's not Rocky, but it's good enough. Yeah. You know, so, so yeah, I watched that, that, that was pretty solid. And I watched another movie called, um, 13 minutes. That was not satisfying. That was very, very awful. Okay. That was, that was on Showtime. It's a, has there ever been, ever been a good movie about weather anomalies, tornadoes, hurricanes, you know, earthquakes, any of that shit? Has there ever been a good one? Not really. Twister? Maybe. I don't even think that's very good, but not really. This movie, the dude, I hate today's society more than, (laughs) more than I hate pedophiles. I really do. So in this, so basically you're, we're, we're in some small town in bumfuck middle of nowhere, America, you know, tornado alley somewhere. And they, they focus you in on four sets of people that are all going to magically come together to, you know, at some point, but you got these four different sets of people. And then there's all these weather warnings that there's going to be a big tornado. So 13 minutes, I guess, is the time that you have from the weather warning to get to a safe place before you're probably going to die. Right. You know, that's the, that's you're, the, you're going to be in harm's way. Yeah. So I'm watching this movie and I ain't going to lie. There's an actress named Sophia Villanueva, Villanueva. Okay. Who, and this is so horrible. I'm just going to say it and it's going to sound even worse than it is, but. I love her to death because she was a two-time hot as fuck victim on SVU as a rape victim. Okay. Sorry, but that's where I know her from is being a, a rape victim that got raped twice on SVU. And all I could think of while she was telling her story of being raped was how hot she was. Okay. I mean, she's smoking hot. So I saw that this movie was out there on Showtime. So I was like, okay, Showtime will Showtime won't do it like awful. I thought they would make it okay. So you have this this hurricane or this tornado that hits, destroys this fucking town. And then, of course, there's a deaf daughter. The deaf daughter's buried, but she can cry, climb around a little bit, and she can't hear the people are looking for. I mean, it was it was a better suited movie for Lifetime than it was for Showtime. Okay. I mean, it just 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 stupid, terrible garbage. But what pissed me off the most about this movie was the staging of this movie. This movie, like, they showed the town all broken up and whatever. It couldn't have looked any more fake if if me and you went out there, went to Lowe's, bought a bunch of wood, and threw it in the backyard. <laughs> like, all, all right. the wood looked new. All, all the, right. you know, they, they, like, had everything all destroyed and everything, except everything looked new. Yeah. Nothing looked water damaged. Nothing looked, you know, covered with gravel or dust or anything. Everything looked fucking brand new. Like they literally went out to a Home Depot or something and bought a bunch of wood and just threw it on the ground. They probably did. They probably did. And like even, you know, so then they would show the people walking around looking for their old property or whatever. And, it, you know, they come across a picture and it just looked like somebody stepped on a picture frame. So that, <laughs> so, so that it so that it would be a prop of a broken picture. I mean, it just looked bad. Right. And did I was it, just did like, it have, did it have the um did it have the store-bought family in the picture frame? <laughs> you probably did. You know, I, I didn't look that close, but it probably did. 
I mean, it just was a, it just was a crummy movie. And, and it was like 13 minutes felt like three fucking days watching this thing. And there was not enough of the girl that I thought was hot to justify watching it. So I think it might've been the last movie with Anne Heche too, I think. And boy, what an awful way to go out. <laughs> yeah. She went out in a firestorm. Yeah. She'd have been better off to go up in that tornado in the movie. Yeah. No kidding. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. What is she 50 and she died? Something like that. Yeah. Wrecked her car or some shit. Is that right? Yeah, well, yeah. She, she, she was, she was drunk and high and ran her car into somebody's house and caught fire. Oops. Yeah. Too bad. Harry's not around to write a story about it. Yeah. No kidding. Cause that would be a Harry Chapin tune. Yeah. Crash order, Annie. Yeah. Wrecked into my old house. Exactly. <laughs> into the fire. <laughs> I'm driving. Exactly. It's terrible. <laughs> Just terrible. Yep. All right, dude. Well, I used to say we take our first break and uh, right. play a few tunes and come back and I'll give you the, uh, the update saga of the 40th reunion. Okay. And, and the activity at the hotel. Very good. Which it, it just, it's just nutty. People are just nutty. Yeah, they are. So just, and, and, uh, the, what people, what, what money won't do for you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I'll, I'll, I'll frame all that up when we get back. So, all right. All right. I'll let you uh, pick a tune. So what should we play? All right, let's go with, um, since it's been a crappy week, let's go with uh, Buck Cherry um, from the Fuck album. Let's go with Somebody Fucked With Me. Okay. <laughs> Did somebody fuck with you? <sighs> All week. Yeah. All right. You said it's from the Fuck album? Yep. All right. All right. Uh, wait a minute. Wow. I guess there is. I don't give a fuck. The motherfucker say fuck. Yeah. Somebody fucked with me. Fist fuck. Yeah, that's I guess why it's the, the fuck it, album. I guess it is the fuck album. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Well, here's Buck Cherry, and uh, it's uh, somebody fucked with me exclusively here on your classic metal show. Thanks for checking out this episode of the classic metal show. Get all of our episodes uncensored at www.theclassicmetalshow.com. Join us weekly from 9 p.m. till 3 a.m. Eastern at www.cmsradio.net. Participate in the live chat room at www.chatandkill.com. Once again, thank you for checking out The Classic Metal Show with Neely and Chris. Hail and kill. Fuck you, pal. Ninja!